While the kids are in our care at Early Head Start, our parents are able to maintain a job, go back to school, do whatever they need to do to support their family. Hi, my name is Miss Camilla. I work for Early Head Start. I am in the baby room. I absolutely love it. I love working with the babies. They are newborns to one-year-olds and it's just very, very heartwarming. If you want a great job and love kids, come see us at Head Start and Early Head Start. Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. According to the highly respected National Institute for Early Education Research's most recent data, last year only 41% of four-year-olds and 16% of three-year-olds were served in some type of publicly funded pre-K program. The federal government has been providing pre-K to low-income three and four-year-olds through the means-tested Head Start program for over 50 years. Head Start offers comprehensive services, including but not limited to high-quality pre-K education, health and developmental screenings, parenting classes, connections to social services, and more. Head Start is the nation's first and largest pre-K program. It reaches approximately one million children, but due to limited funding, does not even serve half of those who are eligible. And since America already has a high-quality federal child care and education program, I have asked the question, why not use Biden's proposed new funding to simply expand Head Start to all kids? It's one thing to pass a bill providing resources to establish universal pre-K across the country. It's quite another to rapidly construct high-quality nationwide universal pre-K atop the country's piecemeal patchwork early education system. So as Congress works to deliver on the American Family Plan's promises, the plan should build around Head Start, the country's largest and longest running early education program with the highest quality standards. My guest today, Kristen Damara, who is the program director of Community Services Agencies Head Start and Early Head Start programs. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes. Yeah, so I keep asking this question and, you know, you run Head Start and Early Head Start all through northern Nevada. So talk to me about the fact that we already have this great program. Let's talk about some of the standards and why we should be focusing on Head Start and Early Head Start instead of something new. Yeah, so like you said, Head Start has been around for a little over 50 years. And so it's kind of like one of those, if something's working, that we should continue to put money and support a program that's working. And so what Head Start did a while back was they really focused on data. And so when they were funding programs, they were coming in and we were getting monitored, but it really was looking at just the program structure. Well, um, Congress decided they wanted to see data around that, and I agree that we should be showing data. So we've been collecting data on children for decades, 
and we've been showing that kids start at a certain point when they come to us and they leave at a different level. And so we really do see the marks of children coming into our program to when they enter kindergarten, which is the ultimate goal. So for us, we started with Head Start, which um, focuses on three to four-year-old children before they go to kindergarten. And then several years ago, we um, were able to get an early Head Start grant. And so now we are serving um, six-week-old six children up to five years old, um, again, before entering kindergarten. So we really are um, the early childhood expert in the community because we start them at the beginning and we're working on those foundations when they start, right? So we're doing social-emotional development and um, children being comfortable around caretakers and teachers and trusting adults. And we're working on um, other skills like fine motor where they're able to crawl and there's children that walk for the first time in our care and so we get to help develop all these milestones in support of the parent and then once they graduate up into the Head Start program then that's where we start to focus more on the academic through play and so our philosophy is play so kids don't realize all the things that they're learning when they're exploring in the science area and in the manipulative area um, but it's all geared around collecting data and showing the growth that the kids are making in all these areas so it is working we're showing it's working and we have data behind that that shows that what we're doing is working for these kids well and then one of the issues of course when i you know listen to we want all this universal pre-k and all these other new programs i mean already you guys are struggling to find teachers yes so how do they expect to fund more programs for universal pre-k when a 50-year-old program is struggling right now to find teachers. Yeah, so right now I think the education system in general is hurting for staff, so I agree. Um, you know, we are fighting for more funding for salaries for staff. I think that's where we need to step it up because our, our early childhood educators are educating to the same level as school district staff. And we have lots of benefits. We have lots of things that um, we do to support staff health and well-being in our program. But at the at the end of the day, we really need just some just some additional funding to support their salary. All right. So let, let's talk about if I'm someone who's interested in early childhood development or education, why Head Start or early Head Start, more particularly early Head Start, might be a great pathway for me to test the waters, to see if this is what I really love to do. So let's talk about how you work with uh, individuals to get them into that path. Yeah, so what's nice is we have all sorts of levels in our program. Because we work with the little babies and the preschool level children, we have all the way from entry level positions that, like you talked about, you really don't need a lot of experience. What we're looking for is a passion for working with kids and some experience, whether that's babysitting or whatever that is, maybe experience with their own young children. Um, and we come in, um, and once we interview you, we train you on all the different things Head Start. Because it's not like a regular early childhood program because we're, we have so much documentation and data collection that there really is that extra piece to it. Um, so we provide training, and then we also provide um, support and funding for your education. So we start with what's called a CDA. It's a Child Development Associate, and it's not an actual associate degree, but it's a credential where you take 120 hours of training online. Um, you put together a portfolio with different things related to early childhood, and then you actually have an assessor that comes in and assesses the um, teacher on site um, with the child at, um, in the classroom. Um, they review the portfolio and then you get a certificate. 
after that, we can bump you up into the associate's degree um, track, and we will pay for that track for the employee. Um, we partner with TEACH, uh, which is a scholarship program specifically for um, individuals who want to go to school for early childhood education. And then after the associate's degree, we are also able to pay for up to a bachelor's degree. So you can come to us with no education at all, with just a high school education, and we will get you the CDA, we'll get you the AA, and we'll get you the bachelor level. And at each of those levels, you can move up in positions. So you can start as an early Head Start teacher, you can move up to a um, teacher assistant in Head Start with an associate's degree, and then you can move up to a teacher um, in Head Start. So all of that career ladder stepping also comes with raises um, and time to go to school. So it's a win-win because we get to have um, awesome staff in the classroom who love working with children, and we get to help you along your educational journey, which is fabulous. So what is the website I would go to to just learn more? So it's csareno.org. So you can learn about our different programs on there, our early, our early childhood programs, um, any open job positions that are on there um, as well. So let's talk about the benefit to the children. So I'm someone that's interested in working with young people because I realize from a systemic nature, if we can get down to the level of early childhood education, the doors that open for those children in the future. Yeah, so kind of like I talked about earlier, um, we do run it like a school um, because we want to ensure these children are meeting expectations and standards. So when kids come into our program, um, we do an initial screening on each child. So it's really just a snapshot to see where the child's at. Um, we also provide that in the child's um, first language, primary language, because we want to we know their knowledge. So even if they know something in, let's say, Spanish, um, we don't really care if they know it in English yet because we can convert that information to the English language. So we do a screening on all the children. Um, but So with that screening, we look at where the child's at developmentally and um, with their social-emotional skills. So there's also a social-emotional screening that the parents assist on filling out. So what we do is we take that information and we start developing individualized lesson plans for each child. And so um, the the classroom might be talking about um, a study on clothing or a study on um, water. Um, we do studies in the classroom, but because we have some knowledge about that child's de developmental level, the staff are doing individual activities that um, target each children's um, goals that they're working on. So after we do that, we do, a, um, we do assessments three times a year where we're actually um, assessing their skill level in all the different targeted areas. So mathematics, social, emotional, fine motor, language, literacy, all those things. But um, what puts us apart um, besides that is just our holistic approach to working with the child. So if the child isn't um, getting healthy meals, it's hard for them to learn. And so we provide meals in the program. So we have a health and nutrition component. Um, we support um, immunizations. We provide um, dental screens in the classrooms from um, a partner that comes in and does screenings. And so we really provide those other benefits while the child is in our program as well. And then the piece that also ties that together is that family connection. And so supporting that family, because our belief is that the parent is the child's first teacher at the end of the day. Um, so we want to support that family connection and the homeschool connection. So what we do is we send activities home with the family that relate to what the child's working on in the classroom, and they could do those activities at home. And it's simple things like 
um, talking about colors when they're sorting socks in the laundry or going on a hunt in their house and looking for um, things that are round. And so it really isn't um, doing all these crazy activities at home where they have to have supplies where they might not have those supplies at home. And so it really is making sure that they can be successful with their child at home. Um, fun. And, yes. Fun. So fun and <laughs> yeah. linking it all together. Just the big piece. If you're missing one link in the, the big picture, then it doesn't work. But we provide all the links. And so it's, it's the big holistic picture that we support. Awesome. I'm talking with Kristen Damara, who is the Program Director for Community Services Agency's Head Start and Early Head Start programs. If you are someone that's interested in learning more about these or someone who is interested in potentially becoming uh, involved in early childhood education but haven't realized there is a path, then I want you to reach out to csareno.org. Yes. We'll be right back after this break. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, having an enlightening conversation with Kristen Damara, who is the Program Director for Community Services Agency's Head Start and Early Head Start programs. And the thing I love about Head Start and Early Head Start is that the teachers really get to expand their role in a child's life. But it's also very important, you hit on this uh, before we went to break a little bit about parent involvement. So let, let's talk about why this is a great holistic program for the family. So yeah, so um, first of all, we couldn't run Head Start and Early Head Start without parent involvement. It really is the driving force behind some of the things that we do in the program. And so um, first of all, um, Head Start is ran um, by a board of directors and what they call a policy council. And so the policy council has to be comprised of at least half of parents. And so what's nice is parents are elected at um, the center level. So each um, site elects parents that sits on the board. And so those parents get to participate in program-wide activities. They approve our annual budget. They approve our... Um, refunding applications, they see financials every month, they get a report from me um, that fills them in on things that we're doing when we're purchasing facilities or doing any new initiatives. They're a part of approving that and knowing all of that. So they start at the top level and work with us in partnership. So that's the foundation of them being part of our program. Then at each classroom level, we have what's called parent committees, and they um, meet once a month, and they talk about activities that they can do at the classroom level. So we provide events um, such as um, maybe we have a fatherhood activity week where the dads come in 
and we've purchased um, materials and tools to build birdhouses, for example, which we've done. And they get to um, paint them and use um, hammers and nails, all, of course, supervised, all safe. Um, and so they help do um, and provide activities in the classroom level. And so um, it really is the parents deciding um, activities that are worthwhile and of interest to them that help support a fun, dynamic um, piece in the classroom because when we have the parent support in the classroom it just reiterates to the child the importance of the classroom experience and exploring in the classroom um, and so those are just a few pieces that we do for parent involvement um, we ask and want and beg parents to come into the classroom just to volunteer and so um, right now we have two parents that were allowed in each classroom just with COVID um, and they come in and they help read books to children during um, quiet time. Um, they help with um, circle time, sitting with us, participating in music. We don't ask them to run the classroom, um, but we're asking them to help assist um, with part of the daily activities so they can see some of the things that we do in the room and be a support. Um, so it's all that connection. And that way when, when they get the activities that they do at home, so let's say it's a reading activity or a music activity. They've kind of seen some model in the classroom to do at home. So maybe they've never seen book reading the way that a teacher has done it and they really like it. They can model those skills at home. And so it really is this big connection and parents really do um, get to make a lot of the program decisions. They have a lot of power at the, um, at the schools, which I think is important to give parents a sense of ownership in their child's education. Well, absolutely, and you know, I would say that the majority of parents want their children to be successful and exceed their level of education and beyond. And so I imagine now on all the data that you guys have been collecting, you have true proof that Early Head Start and Head Start are programs that work. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, they work. <laughs> so now, Kristen, what we need is teachers. Yes. And we need... Uh, so if you've been a babysitter, you've worked at a daycare center, you come out of the school district uh, distressed or um, whatever, right? Depressed. You're, you're, you're retired <laughs> and thought maybe you were ready to be done, but you're missing that, that <laughs> dose of kids still. Um, we're looking for full-time and part-time, and so that's the good news. Um, it's Monday through Friday, um, so the schedule's flexible. If people want part-time positions, um, they can either do full days a couple days a week or half days, you know, all day a week. So we are looking at um, the full range of possibilities. And you have sites all around northern Nevada. We do. So we're in Reno. We're in Sparks. We have a site in Sun Valley. Um, we're in Fernley, um, so we're in Lyon County, and we're in Carson. So if you're in all those areas, too, we are looking for staff in, in all areas. And I've been in those classrooms, and they are bright, and they're fun, and they're just, I want to go play. Yes. No, they're, they're really <laughs> great. What's nice is, you know, we do get funding to make the classrooms developmentally appropriate and inviting for the children. And we're involved in our state QRAS system, which is the Quality Rating Improvement System. And so they come in and use a tool to look at your classroom environment, um, and you get to um, get rated on that. Um, and so it's a third party that comes in, and right now all of our classrooms are five stars, so that's the highest level that you can get. And so. We just pride ourselves on knowing that we set the foundation with the environment for the children and the materials. Um, so we set the scene, we set the stage, 
um, and the teachers are really the ones that help facilitate all this learning in the so classroom. So let's talk about that because my daughter was a teacher in the school district and there was one particular year that I had to pay for and bring her a chair because the school could not provide a chair, right? Yes. So talk about you guys pay for everything. I mean, yeah. you're not expecting the teachers to have to go out and buy pencils and paper and crayons and all of that. No, so um, we build into our budget a classroom budget. So each classroom has their own budget. And so based on um, what the children are learning or the materials that they're utilizing, they get to spend appropriately for what they need in their classroom. And if that ever is done, so let's say each classroom has a $1,500 budget, if they need something that's um, you know, a new chair or a new cabinet that takes a chunk of their money away, then I can always approve um, for them to get that. So as long as I fall within our budget, we're good. So yeah, no, so they're able to get supplies for the classroom, um, decor for the classroom, obviously office supplies, all that type of stuff. So it really is important because the materials and the things in the classroom are what drive the children's learning and play. And so if we don't have the right materials in there, um, then kids don't get the same experience. And our classrooms are set up um, with different learning stations. Um, and so we have a separate area for science. We have a manipulative area. We, of course, have a dramatic play area where lots of fun um, um, happens at that center. We have a circle time, um, we have a block area, um, a library, a music area, so we have all those different stations um, so the kids have an opportunity to explore and learn all the different components um, that we want them to, again, while they're playing in the classroom. So yeah, the budget um, is plenty um, for the staff and they do not need to buy any of their own um, supplies which, which in the classroom. Which takes out some stress. I mean, the whole point of being able to really affect early childhood education is that you don't have a teacher who's all stressed out walking into the classroom. That's right. So how is it that your programs really help and support the teacher? One of the things is education. I think paying for your education is a huge burden and a huge stress. So that's one way we, we relieve that burden is to help pay for that um, where they pay for zero. So they are, you know, when they come out of our program and they go through that, there's no bills for them for um, education, which is great. Um, we also have opportunity for professional development and growth. And so if they want to attend a class, um, if they want to enhance a skill, um, we, are, we have the money to provide that. I have a whole training and technical assistance budget that supports staff. Um, we also have a wellness committee. Um, and so depending on COVID, we've done things like um, bring in massages for staff. Um, we've had chiropractors come in and do consultations with staff. We've had smoothies and stations where they can go around. Um, so we've done things to that nature. And um, we brought trainers in to do um, journaling activities and that type of stuff. So um, really, if you don't have happy, it's kind of like <laughs> happy wife, happy life, kind of that thing, <laughs> no happy teachers. We want them to be happy and to have a, at least the atmosphere and the environment where they're successful so they can then relay that information to the kiddos. And so those are just some of the things that we do. Six weeks off of vacation is not is not a bad well, deal either. Contribution into 401k. 401k, benefits. yes. Health insurance, dental insurance, vision insurance, yes. All right, so if anyone is interested in learning more about community services agency, well, just the agency itself, because you guys do a lot more than just Head Start and Early Head Start. We do. But more specifically, to reach out to Kristen Damara, who is the program director, 
then go to csareno.org. Yes. You can see all the different programs. But, you know, our goal is to really help our young children, especially as now you guys are down to babies, babies. infants, all the way up to getting them into kindergarten. And so I hope that Congress reviews, you know, that it doesn't just have to be for people in poverty, that this is a phenomenal program, and that there's a great way to support the family unit. Absolutely. Yes. And you can always stop by our main location. We're located at 1100 East State Street. Um, you can grab an application. If you're not an online person, you can um, grab an application in person, fill it out, um, and get it back to us. Or like you said, come to our website at csareno.org. And our number is 775-786-6023. So all those ways you can find us. So our mission is to help prepare children for future school success. That's, that's our ultimate mission. Um, simple. Simple. <laughs> Kristen, thank you so much for being here, and I hope someone in who's listening today knows someone, is someone, or, you know, just really wants to help solve the early education that we know supports children going forward, and this is, like, at the core. So get involved. Yes, please. Come see <laughs> us. Come check us out. Come. Or volunteer first. See what it's like volunteer in our classrooms, see if this is for you, then apply for our program. Awesome. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show, where business and today, Head Start has been amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business. Tune in next week, same time, same station, for the Sherry Hill Show. Put your teaching skills and experience to maximum benefit. Community Services Agency of Reno is seeking motivated, passionate teachers to improve the learning outcomes, living standards, and academic success of our young students. Call us at 775-786-6023 and visit us at csareno.org.